and welcome to Nerd's Eye View. This is episode 204. Uh, you're listening to this on the 28th of October. Rocktober, as I like to call it. Thank you, Mr. Matt Benson. That's that's who I am. That's who he is. You want to know who else is here? Who else is here? Why, I think I just heard Thomas Willett. Cool. Crazy. Yeah. And I'm Andrew. Uh, let's get it started. Uh, look, let's look over what's going to happen today. We're going to review Birdman, or as some people like to call it, Birdman, or the unexpected virtue of ignorance. Yes, people who respect full titles. Those are that's the full title. Full title, please. Uh, we're also going to tell you about what's coming out new on DVD, Blu-ray, and TVD. We're going to tell you what's in the box office top ten for this past weekend. And at the end of the show, we're going to tell you what's coming out new in theaters for next weekend, and we're going to tell you how some of those movies end in a segment we like to call Guess the Ending. Yarp. <laughs> Shout out Hot Fuzz. Respect. Copyright 2007. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Play time's over. <laughs> You're off the fucking chain. So we're, we're just going to hop right in with the box office top ten. All right, count me down. I don't know, number ten. Dracula untold. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> there we go. I am a superbly bad lawyer. I have forgotten amendment number nine. The judge. But if you do remember it, you'll know number eight. The best of me. I don't have time to say the full thing of number seven. Alexander blah, blah. Uh, he should go see number six. Saint Vincent. The, the heaven is where you are after this, but there, the number of people you meet there is number five. The book of life uh, is what number four read. God, girl, and it made him feel number three. Furay. And his name was two words. John Vick. And they said, hey, I'm going to have a fun time and play one game. Oiha. Could I get a pronunciation on that? Oiha. The J is uh, soft. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ouija is what he said. So not. What? Ouija. What? Ouija. Not Ouija? Ouija. There's no I. Not Ouija. You see an I in there? It's Ouija. It's close to what he said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course, that's number one. Just to honor. Paget Brewster and her performance is the great Sadie Doyle. Well, sure. Who says Ouija? It's it's number one. It's Halloween coming up. You know, people yeah. like the scary stuff. There's a fun moment in the trailer where she's like, "It's just a game," and her demeanor stays the same, but the demon takes over. I always like that moment when it happens. Okay, check it out. Look for that, but don't watch the movie. Watch the trailer. Just watch the and trailer. check out that moment. It's pretty yeah. cool. So the big thing we're going to take away from this is kids are going to go out and buy Ouija boards after this. Yeah. So that's our big takeaway from Hail this Satan. weekend. Yes. I mean, what... Yeah, what else was the point of this film except for them to sell boards? Yeah. But then if you watch this like, film... We haven't and you sold believe, one in 20 years. If you believe... <laughs> <laughs> if you believe the film, though, you don't want to use a Ouija board. No, but if you're some rebellious teen who doesn't yeah. give a care about your dad's rules, you're going to try to summon the demon. The demon. The demon. <laughs> to prove you're tough. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, uh, little little known fact, demons. Yeah. They're gin demons. Yeah, it's a combination. It's a combination. Ah. Yeah. 
They're much more powerful You've than regular heard of demons. Combination pizza huts and Taco Bells. Yeah, I'm here to tell you about Dijin demon combos. Yeah. Uh, did anyone think John? They Wick? will also serve you a personal pizza and a and a uh, and, and chorizo. Okay. Did anyone else think John Wick was going to do better? Um, I personally didn't give a shit about John Wick, so I thought it was not even going to make the top ten. I saw it. I enjoyed it. I'm back. I'm a big Keanu backer. He's great in this film. Can you say that name? Keanu. Keanuija? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then, I mean, Birdman wasn't even on last week, so. Well, it's in limited release. That's what happens. Yeah. yeah. I think the, the, the kind of limited releases that get on the top ten are Wes Anderson films. Yep. That's, a, that's about the limit of that. Got out to Budapest. The country. Just and Moonrise. Like because I like it when the moon rises. Yes. I mean, we just got to keep shouting out to uh, various random things that we like. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Rushmore. Just a great uh, Monument. Mount, mountain. Yeah. Bottle Rocket. Love them. They're fun. You put, you strap it to a Hot Wheel, it zooms down the street. A lot of fun. Yeah. Steve Zissou was car, an uncle actually. of mine. Yeah. Uh, Good the, <laughs> a little short before uh, Darjeeling Limited. Yeah. It's a great place in India. You know what I'm a fan of is just uh, uh, royalty. I love royals. The song by uh, Lord. <laughs> well, I never got royals. I'm soft on Tannenbaums. They're they're my neighbors. Yeah. Know, they're they're a little loud. Oh, Tannenbaum! Oh, Tannenbaum! <laughs> okay, we've gone too far. <laughs> we've spun out of control. <laughs> uh, but numbers wise, this week uh, the top ten total uh, they made ninety six point five three million dollars. That's Each down from dollar was a mile. You could go to the sun, <laughs> yep. and uh, that's less than last week. Uh, and that's that's probably just because John Wick opened a little bit lower. Uh, the past couple of weeks, the the top two uh, releases have been doing really well together, but John was a little bit low. So there's low. that. Uh, well, yeah. I appreciate that as a Keanu fan. I feel like you're mocking him, and and uh, I'll fight you. Well, he has always made complacent with me. I have neither respect nor hate for him. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, all right. If you don't want to go to the theaters, what can you do, Tom? You can go and rent yourself a new release, and on DVD and Blu-ray this week, Begin Again, which sounds just like that Tom Cruise movie. Is it? (laughs) No, uh, Live, Die, Repeat? Yeah. Uh, Begin Again would have been a good title for that, right? Yeah. For whatever it was really, Edge of of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomarin. Yeah. Edge of Tomark Marin. Oh, I'd see that. Maybe that would have put more butts in seats. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that's what they're always talking about, right? Butts and seats. Yeah, and ass every 18 inches, as, as the great JR once said. Yep. Boomer lives. What? You got to get an ass every 18 inches. That, that's, uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming it was a phrase before, but it's something that J- the wrestling promoter Jim Ross says oh, okay. in uh, Beyond yeah. the Mat. Because, uh, yeah. you know, 18 inches is the length between the seats and the stadium. Okay. Really? Jeff Ross said that? Jeff Ross, yeah. <laughs> the great wrestling promoter and announcer Jeff Ross. <laughs> Uh, Begin Again was that Kira Knightley, uh, Mark Ruffalo picture. Oh, I wanted the, to see that. From the makers of Once. I loved Once, and I love Mark Ruffalo, and I love Kira Knightley. If you, <laughs> you catch my you to give a special third <laughs> third level there. Yeah. Wow, their titles are really cheeky. Once, Begin Again. What's their third one going to be? Well, in between, he made a film called Zonad, which was Zonad? very bad. Zonad. Well, anything with Nad in titles is probably bad. I mean, Onad, even more. <laughs> We're only one letter away, guys. Yeah. What? From Gonad. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. I don't know. 
Yeah. You know, gonads an antiquated term at this point. I feel like no one's really talking about gonads anymore. I don't even know what a gonad is. It's a testicle. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I so wish this was a video podcast. Everyone missed the look on Tom's face. I think he, I think that might have been real. I yeah. think that was real first time information. Yeah, figured it was going to be that. It's just I don't know. You expect to actually hear it said. Yeah. And if we're done with begin again, we'll move on again. And the prince. Uh, yes, I have some information here. Uh, Is he petite? Let me tell you the th- the three leads that are listed for this film. Here we go. Uh, in the order that they are on the DVD box from left to right. Jason Patrick. Sure. Bruce Willis. Hmm. John Cusack. Huh. Uh, Jason Patrick, Bruce Willis, and John Cusack face off in this action-packed thriller. A retired assassin is drawn back into the life he gave up when his daughter is kidnapped. To rescue her, he must confront his former rival. So this is gross point blank, colon, not as good. Uh, the funny thing is, I only knew about this film because I remember hearing about it when there was a crazy, like, people were, were freaking out because Bruce Willis is the bad guy. All right. Which I guess he doesn't play that often. Yeah. Can't, I can't think of a movie besides this one where he's the bad guy. Exactly. So that was a big freak out. And then it's getting this, uh, you know, this rollout, like, uh, hidden release style. Die Hard, arguably. Some people die. Uh, arguably, that's that's it's in the title. That's worse than uh, just letting them have the money. Dying arguably. hard or hardly dying. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, this movie apparently was in theaters in August. So hmm. I, I do not recall that. What a all. month that uh, was. Me either. Okay. Okay. On DVD only, heterosexual Jill. I accidentally closed the thing. Good one. Uh, it was right here. I have it. If you want me to say it. Well, I was going to talk about it. Oh, okay. Well, That's why it's blue. That. See how it's blue? Press on it. Why is it important that she's heterosexual? That's what I'm trying to find out right now. But my tablet. Maybe she lives in an alternate reality where everyone is gay. How does that place last long, then? Well, it's an alternate reality. Reproductive systems could work differently there. Oh, okay. okay, here we go. I guess, though, in that reality, then, men and women would essentially be different species since they procreate with themselves instead of each other. On point. What Are you a ready? crazy world to imagine. Product description on Amazon. Here we go. Unable to make progress with her ex-lesbian conversion path, a neurotic all-American Jill tracks down her ex-girlfriend, Jamie, to prove to herself that she is no longer attracted to her. Hmm. Strung along by guilt and desire, Jamie agrees to the preposterous plan of dating Jill so that Jill can close this chapter of her life and move forward with men. Oh, good Lord. There's a lot more going on here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Something about people named David and Lola. I don't care about these people. Lola. Uh, Jill and Jamie's relationship. Jill starts to see, oh, so Jose, she wants to fall in love with Jose. No way. Uh, she has a love triangle <laughs> identity crisis. Uh, here's the final, final sentence. A mix of over-the-top comedy, sharp wit, and pathos, heterosexual Jill rides the edge of laughter and pain, <laughs> desire, and repression. And explores the complicated atta- attachment to one's sense of self in the face of love. Is this film uh, in favor of the ex-gay <laughs> situation? I don't think so. Okay. Good. I think I think it's it's trying to prove that it doesn't work. Well, yeah. Wow. Uh, that's interesting. Chase and oh. Jamie. Oh, I get it now. David and Lola. Well done. <laughs> Tom is on fire tonight. Did you yeah. hear that one? What, Chasing Amy? Chasing oh, Jamie, he said. Oh, Chasing Jamie's Jamie. Good. in the film. I like it. They should have called it that instead of heterosexual Jill, whatever this means. 
Uh, yeah, so that's that's a movie. What's next? All right. I'm just curious. Are these words in capital um, acronyms? Or... Read it however you want to. Okay. Ignite by Spry. 900 Calorie Burn. Yeah, we used to always have a, uh, a workout video on our list, and I wanted to bring that back because this title is especially strange. It's a throwback. Uh, I'm yeah. assuming SPRI is some kind of acronym. It should be. Spirited Pro Running <laughs> Initiative. <laughs> I want to hope you're right. <laughs> there is an acronym, but it's not in the title. Huh. H-I-I-T, High Intensity Interval Training. Hmm. Uh, no, I don't have... Spree doesn't make any sense here because the celebrity trainer, Ashley Borden... Did she have an ex? <laughs> that was her mother. I see. Uh, so yeah, you can. Well, just... I guess Lizzie didn't have an ex; she took an ex. There's a big difference there. Yeah. Okay, so Ashley has it because Lizzie took it, passed it down the lineage. Yeah. I got it. That's how you burn the 900 calories. You're running from ex. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Good. This is a horror workout mix. So I, I did an ex murder. Time for Halloween, Mike Myers. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's... New on Blu-ray, <clears throat> Night Breed. Uh, <laughs> Is I do not know why I did the saxophone from Baker Street for that. Has Funny anyone seen how this? the night breeds. Has anyone seen this movie? I, I assume it's a prequel to Nightcrawler. I assume it was a prequel to Nightwatch. So it's directed Should by turn? Clive Barker. <laughs> Is that the gentleman who did the Midnight Beat Train? It's, a, it's, a, it's the third film in Gremlins, A New Breed. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he went a different route. Wow. <laughs> I had to. Uh, yeah, Clive Barker did a, he had a meat train at midnight? Midnight meat train starring Bradley Cooper as a photographer who discovers a dark secret on New York's subway system. <laughs> you just had a, you pulled a paper out of your pocket and just read that. You were so prepared. <laughs> Are you Bradley Cooper's hype man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, he's gotten to the point now where he needs a PR specialist and a hype man. <laughs> so, you know, I just kind of do grassroots. I go around really pumping him up. Hangover uh, 4 this July. In in the cast is David Cronenberg. In the cast, you In say? the cast. He's the top, he's the third build, according to this Has website. Has he ever acted before? What, is this I a, don't know. Is this a documentary? Everyone on this cover looks one. blue. They look a little blue. Like uh, demons, not quite vampires. And here's, here's, the, here's the description. A man tries to join the monsters his psychiatrist wants to destroy. Huh. Yeah. You know, I kind of like Midnight Meat Train. Maybe I'll give this a chance. I'm watching Spookums in preparation, uh, preparation for Halloween. Maybe this is something I'll give a chance. Spookums? Yeah, Spookums. What is that, on the Disney Child Channel? No, Spookums. You know, scary movie. Spookums. <laughs> oh. What? Um, how does, how does your comes? TV work? Disney, Disney Child Channel. <laughs> Disney <laughs> <Yeah>. Adult Channel. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's XD for uh, those in-betweeners. Um... I don't know what the younger one is because I don't. Tom watch likes to it. keep it formal with the in betweeners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tom Tom uses the the British lingo. Cronenberg uh, yes. has appeared in eight twenty eight is what I meant to say films as an wow. actor. I looked that up. He was in Barney's version that uh, Paul oh, Giamatti sure. picture, the one that ago. got a best makeup Oscar nomination for no particular reason. Perhaps because they made Paul Giamatti look old. I mean, yeah, <sighs> that's the same bullshit Hold they on. used with. Uh, <laughs> Which way did they move? The Iron Lady. He was in Jason X. Yeah. These are all se- things that make sense. <laughs> yep. Next thing you're going to say is Wolf of Wall Street. Well, who's in Crash? That one makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> yeah. he directed it. Not the, not the bad one. I mean, I have not seen this one, but that's it's about ludicrous. fucking moons, so maybe it is also the bad one. Yeah, that's ludicrous. Yeah, Videodrome. Uh, he, what, wait. Oh, this is an old film, this one. 
Yeah, Nightbreed is from 1990. He plays Philip. Are you ready for his name? Give it. Philip K. Decker. Whoa. Almost Philip K. Dick, but not. Well, because Philip K. Dick did the story that features Deckard. Is that maybe a reference inside itself? Perhaps, maybe. Uh, He shows up in The Fly, too. Uh, I didn't remember he... he, As the same character. As a a gynecologist. Yeah, he was in the one... That's why he wanted to make the one... His version of the 80s, because he had such close attachments to it as a child actor. This happened before. In the 1950s. People remake the movies all the time. Yeah. All right, next. One more actor credit. He was in The Stupids. Good. Planet of the Vampires. Uh, Yep. 1965, an astronaut and his partner flee from walking dead astronauts on a volcanic planet. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, I'm looking at the... This is a Mario Bava. If you know him, he's a classic uh, Italian horror type. Uh, On the cover, it looks like it says 10,000 years ago or 10,000 years to come. Hmm. So this is a planet of the apes. Are they beings of the future or of the past? These <laughs> men, in quotation marks, who rule the demon planet mm. are the planet demon. You know, this was like a weird Planet of the Apes knockoff. Planet of the Vampires? Yeah. I'm getting a great... Sounds like it. Now Get I'm really into this. Off me, you <laughs> dirty ape. There we go. They were combining, uh, what, Planet of the Apes and... What was that one where... Oh, Mega Man. Yeah. Mega Man. Or great I game. Legend. Great game. That Whatever animated the, movie was from the a few years Price ago? Movie no, I'm just House on Haunted Hill? Yeah, House on Haunted Hill. Yep. <laughs> yep. He was a man in a house, and the hill was haunted. Yep. By, by vampires. <laughs> okay, what's next? Uh, Where do we go from here? On TV, we have none. Great show. Yep. Set in a coven. It's not accurate, guys. It's O-N-O-N-E. Yeah, I didn't... You know, I didn't see any TV things that I thought we should talk about. All right. So if you want to check out what we're not talking about, check out your local video store. Uh, now, it's time for our review. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There's something so pregnant about that place. Even your emotions have a so much space. How did we up here in this dump you were a movie star remember
I thought you were going to do the. <laughs> I should have, but I did not. <laughs> that was a great moment. Thank you. Uh, I take credit for that moment in the movie. Let, <laughs> let's let's just uh, give a, our listeners uh, a little lowdown on what Birdman is, per se. Uh, it's a film about a man, played by Michael Keaton, who was famous uh, previously for portraying a superhero named Birdman. Yeah. He is now uh, trying to start a career on Broadway. He has written uh, an adaptation of a Raymond Carver story. What we talk about when we talk about love. A little pretentious. Uh, And he's he's written and adapted this thing, and he's going to star in it and direct it. And that's how he wants his career to go now. Yeah. Uh, And he's funding it, all his own money, blah, blah, blah. He's putting his whole life into this thing, and things kind of start to go wrong. That's kind of the setup. Oh, it's a setup. It's a setup. <laughs> you always do that. Setup. There's a bomb. It's, sorry. There's Meet keywords. You at the crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> There's keywords that I know will set Benson into a song, <laughs> and I need to. I've learned some of them to stop saying them, <laughs> and then others. What I, are some I, of the ones you have? You just learned to stop saying. I promise I won't do it. When no, no, no. I, I, I literally pressed a button in my brain that makes me not say that word, so I can't pull it up right now. <laughs> it's out. <laughs> But there are others that I'll say on purpose to get you to sing a thing. <laughs> I can't even recall one of those right now, but they're, I mean they're definitely out there. You just saw yeah. setup was one of them. Yes, uh, Benson's song cues. <laughs> That's a whole different layer of uh, of what's going on with with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Birdman. Yeah. Yep. Or the unexpected virtue of ignorance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, it's it, I think it's worthy to note. Uh, I'd read this a couple of places before I got in, so I kind of had an idea of this. Uh, the way that the film is uh, shot or and or edited is as if it is one continuous shot. Yeah. Well, technically, like two, because towards the end it, there's a break. All right. Technically, and it starts out with a shot of the jellyfish, which we will learn what they mean later. Yeah. Uh, but for the most of the film, yeah. for most of the film, yes. Yeah, we're just following characters or sitting down in a room or something crazy like that. Yeah. Uh, which I honestly found refreshing. That's yeah, I liked it a lot. That's uh, uh, I hate, I kind of hate like the whatever you want to call it, the modern editing style of like a lot of cuts. I don't like, I don't like that at all. Yeah, apologize for just hitting my cup on the mic. I will commit suicide after this. <laughs> I, I thought you were doing that in protest of what I was saying. You're like, <laughs> no, more editing, yeah. please. Snap, snitch. Sn- I'm sorry. <laughs> Snip is the word I was looking for. Snip it up. Uh, I'm just having a stroke. <laughs> I mean, does does anyone have anywhere to start with this? I don't even know uh, where to start. I don't. I mean, I don't want to spoil too much, but like, I don't know what counts. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, why why can't we spoil? Too okay, much? Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the past, we have dropped spoilers on yeah, this yeah, yeah, show yeah, yeah. and this program. I've always I'm always spoiler conscious. I think as long as we warn people, yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, I don't even know where to start. Where do we even start with a film like this? I think we start at the f- beginning and ask, answer the question, why does the room smell like balls? Sometimes a room will develop a smell if it is old. Okay. You're sweating in it. See, there we go. That's our starting point because yeah. that, that's the start of the movie. He's meditating. He comments that the room smells like balls. Yeah. yeah. Well, he comments... That's that's in his voice. That, oh, that no, that wasn't the Birdman. That voice. was the, the that was the Birdman voice, wasn't yeah, that's it? That's true. Yep. You're right. I like uh, that poster. <clears throat> so the 
that that's an interesting point to take. The throughout the film, um, in Michael Keaton's head, he hears a voice, and that voice is of uh, Birdman, yeah, the character. Yes. Uh, speaking to him, and and I I like to think of that as he's trying to he's doing his Beetlejuice voice in a way. It's not really, not really, but in my mind, you just want it to be. I so want badly. it to be so badly. Uh, yeah, and and uh, basically that voice is kind of like put it, putting him down, putting him down in in an attempt to make him uh, become Birdman again, make Birdman four. Yeah, Birdman four. Yeah. I like how it's it's even like in that truth that like some a lot of times with older films they wouldn't even do like a subtitle. Like I think nowadays movies are subtitle heavy. Yeah. Where it's uh, even the first film will get a subtitle. Captain America the First Avenger. Yeah. Or uh I was thinking of GI GI Joe Rise The of Rise the of Cobra. Cobra. Yep. What was the second one called? Dawn of No, just Retaliation. Oh, sure. They were just retaliating for Cobra Rising. Uh all right. I'm I trying to remember what Superman's four subtitle was. The Quest, Quest for, for Peace. Peace. All right. Nailed it. Uh, but did three have a subtitle? Superman three. Nope. I had to say it out loud just <laughs> to realize. Superman three. Richard Pryor in a cowboy hat. Yep. That's what it was titled in our hearts. <laughs> I think I saw a poster that said that though. <laughs> um, no, it's just you wanted it so badly again. <laughs> God, I just I keep seeing things I want. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't know where to go with this review except to say I like it. Like, I liked it too. I liked it. I a lot. liked it. <laughs> like, there's 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 something about it that's uh, like, and I think it is because of the way it is shot, and because of the subject matter that to me it's like it's it's charming in a way that it's it's portraying something uh, unique. Like I I have like theater experience. I've I in high school I was in. <laughs> yeah, you do too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I uh, don't. I was backstage. I know about you know because you're, you're the odd one out here, Tom. We both do. <laughs> I've been on a stage, but I've never looked out from a stage. What? The curtains were closed. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, so you know about curtains? Yes, they're soft. Velvety. So anyway, the it, it's kind of in a way it struck a chord with me that way, uh, but at the same time, I really enjoyed like the the way that it was telling the story it was telling where. Uh, there, there are parts I think where uh, other, I'll, I'll say lesser writers or lesser directors would would go an obvious route. I think this this story took uh, kind of different pathways. Yeah. Um, like certain romantic angles. Yeah. That did some of them did crop up and but they weren't they didn't become a focus. Yeah. Uh, it was it always came back to uh, Birdman to Michael Keaton. Regan Regan Thompson. Thompson. Uh, it came back to him and uh, was was about how he viewed you know his life and his success and his failure, uh, and you could really tell how that's how he's always been. Like yeah. that's when you when you meet the ex wife uh, and they try to have a conversation and he just keeps talking about himself. Yeah, it's very you know it's very clear that that's that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even with his daughter, like his his uh, uh, Emma Stone. In yeah. a fantastic performance, I'll agree. Uh, which you know, I think this this I mean, hopefully this is a sign of more good things from her coming, yeah. and not just uh, another easy A or something, easy B. I don't know what's next. I don't know. I gave that one an easy uh, C plus. So above average. So you liked it? 
Not enough to recommend it because I am tired of people referencing I mean, John Hughes 30 years average. later. I mean, come on, C kid. plus is above average, so it seems like he liked it. Yeah, but I didn't want it to like just piss you off in case you liked it. I don't know your opinions on EZA. I wanted to do the safe bet. But uh, I saw that trailer, and uh, it seemed like it was one of the most infuriatingly bad trailers I've ever seen in my life, and yeah. I did not see the film. For EZA? Yeah. makes sense why Amanda Bynes went off the rails after that. Yeah, I think I it's mean, easy guess, to forget yeah. she was in that. That's the other thing. Uh, How is this related to the house bunny? How does that tie to everything? <laughs> is Amanda Bynes in that? I believe Emma. Uh, <laughs> why have I? Oh, Emma lost Stone. She was. She Stone was the little. Name. She was one Jesus of the little Christ. ones in that. Yeah, because that, that was a, a a vehicle for Anna, Anna Ferris. Ferris. Yep. I'm just now pronouncing her last name very specifically as you well. Know, I don't, you, have to be, you don't have to be rude. Yeah, I don't like her. I don't care for her work either, but I'm not going to be rude. To Tom her. likes her happy face. What's it called? Smiley face. Smiley face. I had a coworker who once said that was her favorite movie. I wouldn't go that far. I have not seen it. It's a stoner comedy. If you like dumb movies like that, you'll like it. If not, I'm not getting into this argument. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to insult her personally. That's all I'm saying. Danny Trejo's in it. He's Machete. He's in a yeah. lot of fun films. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> true. Uh, back to Birdman. Does anyone else have anything to say? Normally I write a couple of notes, but I don't. I mean, I don't really have I much to say lot. except I liked it. Yeah, I think the the way it was shot, the whole one shot thing, made it, it gave it this kind of claustrophobic yeah. feel that that I think were very uh, well represented. Michael Keaton and how he was feeling at the time, trapped in his own life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think that also played into um, because we were following characters as they walked through this theater so many times. We we begun every time he'd go back to his dressing room. By the third time he does it, you're there with him on that beaten path. You have yeah. the same feelings that he does in that moment. Yeah. Going here, I go back to my dressing room, and oh, I'm going down this hall again. Yeah. Oh, I'm back up the stairs to the dressing room. Yeah. Like you could almost like navigate that yeah, theater. If, if you dropped us into the theater, we would we'd be able to get around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we so, could figure it out. I even know what the outside looks like. Yeah, <laughs> we know how where we need to walk around in our underwear to get back in if we get locked out. Yeah, yeah. right we through a marching band. Right yeah, through right Times through Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of what do you think the, yeah, was the music. legal concerns with what? Spider-Man? What? Because Spider-Man, I mean, it's a guy in a costume. Well, so does uh, Iron Man, right? Yeah. I don't know if there were any legal concerns. Who made? Well, did Sony didn't make this? Who? Sony. Who, Sony. Who owns Spider-Man? I don't care about that stuff. I'm just curious as to what what it, what are, what is what can you do there? They it the was Transformer like a, shows up at one point too. Yeah, it's a Transformer, Iron Man, and uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I think they might have been legally distinct enough, but I mean, we knew. Yeah, well, clearly we knew. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe just, they I, just don't give a fuck. I'm curious. Yeah, Maybe they just don't care. And Family Guy made a cameo, apparently. Apparently, in the credits listed, fam- yeah. thanks to Fox for the Family Guy footage. I, we don't recall seeing none it. of us could yeah. spot it. Answers on a postcard. If you spotted the Family Guy footage, <laughs> you're bringing back that old chestnut. <laughs> uh, I never dropped it on Shut Up Leonard. What do you mean? All right, let's keep going. You said postcard yeah. on Shut Up Leonard all the time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I never. It was not an old chestnut. Oh, you never always, dropped yeah. it. What happened, to you meant- the, what happened to the pre-cards? So Why is it all postcards? Uh, I w- welcome, welcome, like, 30s Seinfeld is what I'm going to call that. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever postcards were first introduced. <laughs> Telegraph? What do I tell them? Yeah. Uh, it's not a graph. I'm not telling anybody anything. Why do they call it a telegram? Why is it just a? <laughs> you know what's ironic? Here's okay. We're going deep into Seinfeld now. On the show Seinfeld, as some of you may recall, 
There was a character named Kenny Banya who was a, okay. a hack comedian that Jerry did not like. I kind of remember that. Uh, and now, when people like do Jerry Seinfeld impressions and make up Jerry Seinfeld bits, they're basically Kenny Banya bits, which I feel kind of bad for him. Is that the, the this thing that he mocked has now become the thing that people say he is? Yep. All right. One of Kenny Banya's famous bits was, "Why do they call it Ovaltine? Jars around." <laughs> Bowl the the cup is round. They should call it round team. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. That's just from Seinfeld, guys. Yep. Oh, I added a ch at the end, so it's legally distinct. <laughs> uh, d- let's talk about the music of Birdman. Drums. Yep. I I don't I don't know about music. Well, what do you know? Well, the thing with me is I'm the guy who likes to listen to the soundtrack before I watch the movie, and I was secretly looking forward to this because I've never really listened to a soundtrack that was almost specifically percussion. Yeah. And so I was listening to it, and it's 45 minutes of a guy just playing on drums, so I <laughs> couldn't get into it. So I think it's unlistable outside of context. Yeah. And um, I think it worked in the film. Like, it gave it a little bomba da a little pizzazz, and kicked it forward a little bit. Yeah, I like so we it's it's pretty much just all drums when when he's walking around the theater and, and yeah. whatnot. But then when he goes into Birdman mode and he starts flying around the city, you, you kind of get that big cinematic movie hero music, which is the nice clear divide yeah. between the two. And I like that composer cameo that just shows up randomly. It's like, hey, there's a guy on drums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes you will see the man who's playing. The yeah, drums the man on the, the drums, drums just shows up. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, he, uh, do you think he's literally there, or is he some kind of uh, demon tormenting Michael Keaton right. with it, with his drums <laughs> to drive him insane? Uh, there is that is something interesting where um, there's a there's possibly a mild supernatural element to this movie. Yeah, I, th- I think it's debatable. Yeah, then less debate. Uh, where early in the film, we, I mean, the film opens with the uh, levitating. Yeah, Michael Keaton is levitating alone while he meditates. Yeah. Uh, and then he also is seen moving things with his mind, yeah. presumably. Telekinetic Just, just uh, waving his hand a little. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of escalates towards the end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but is that really happening? Well, I'm going to say no. Okay. For two examples. Although in the last scene, I think that's when it gets most ambiguous. The last scene of the film. I have an idea about that, but keep going. Okay, so well, there's one where he's he's using his presumed telekinetic powers to destroy the room. He's flinging stuff everywhere with his mind, mm-hmm. and then the camera turns around to Zach Galifianakis walking in, and then it turns back to Michael Keaton, and now he's just throwing stuff instead of actually using the mm-hmm. telekinesis, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which to me is their way of saying like here, when an actual person who's not him sees it, we see what's actually happening, which is just him picking it up and throwing the stuff. Then there's another moment kind of like that when he flies throughout the city and he lands, and then soon after he lands, a cab driver pulls up and says, "Hey, you." never paid me mm-hmm. thus you know hinting that he was not flying around the city he was just mm-hmm. taking a cab around the city uh i also yeah. have an idea about that final moment that you're talking about yeah and then the final moment is he jumps out the or presumably jumps out the window yeah uh, and then emma stone it looked more like out. walk to me well all right but his so, daughter his daughter looks out the window and, and instead of looking down she looks up well, she looks down first she looks down but then she looks up and smiles yeah uh which Okay, I I kind of have like a, a working idea on what that means, kind of in a metaphorical kind of sense, yeah. where throughout the film uh, he's he wants someone to respect him, to respect his work, to to notice him as being famous, yeah, uh, 
and and one of those people is definitely his daughter. Yeah. Because she has a tirade uh, at some point in the film where she's saying, you know, you're not famous, you're worthless, yeah. you're the you're worst. You're not relevant. You're not relevant. Uh, and then when we come to the end, I mean, there's there's a part where she's she's kind of helping him with with Twitter or something. Yeah. Uh, and then in that moment when she looks down and then looks up and smiles, that's kind of I could see it as kind of a metaphor for like she finally sees his relevance or something. She yeah. finally looks up to him and has like hope or or a genuine emotion of like happiness about him or something. I mean, it, I mean, well, yeah, she's seeing him how he sees himself. how he sees himself. Yes, unlike Zach Galifianakis, who just saw him destroying the room with his hands. Do what in the who earlier in the oh destroy yeah yeah yeah. Well, in fairness, she's a recovering drug addict. It's true. We don't know what's going on in her brain. Yeah, <laughs> she could have been hopped up on goofballs. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna. Not even gonna. All right. How but, about Ed Norton in this flick? Fantastic. He's great. Yep. Him fighting Michael Keaton. That <laughs> primal fear in his get, eyes. We just need 20 minutes of that. That was great. I love that scene. Yeah. Well, I mean, every time that they punched each other was great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was mostly Michael Keaton punching Edward Norton, but yeah, pretty great. Uh, and, I mean, in a way, this film was also... Uh, I know this is a touchy subject for Tom. This film was a little bit meta about the, the way that actors why's, work. Why is it touchy? Uh you you go hot and cold on meta. I feel sometimes. I feel if you do it right, it's good. Exactly. And I feel this film particularly did it fairly well. Yeah, because there are several scenes where uh, people are talking about actors in a certain way. They're talking about writing in a certain way, and here they are acting in a scene that was written yeah. for them. It's uh, it's it's layers. There's layers on this. Yeah, yeah. It's, but they're enjoyable. They're I feel layers. I feel they're pretty great. Um, Just like Trident, it's got great layers. <laughs> Sure does. Sponsored by Trident. Dirty Mouth? Four to five. Hey, that's our competitor. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I don't eat gum, so I don't pay attention well, to that. You're not supposed to eat gum, Tom. What am I supposed to do with it? Chew it. That's a form of eating. No, it's not. Swallow it. Eating implies swallowing. What do you have to do to eat? Chew. To chew and then swallow. So, based on what I said, that's a part of eating. If I... It's a part of eating. If I punched you in the face... And then ran away. We did not get into a fight. Even though a punch is part of a fight. It's an assault. Sure. It's not a fight. But what about the pepper? What? What do you say? So. Did you say what about the pepper? Yes. I did. What is it? Because he's talking about the assault. Oh, I w- oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I like the jokes more where it's about assault and battery. Yeah. Those are funnier. Well, you've got the power. Yes. You got the touch. <laughs> you got the power. Touch me, touch me. Shout out to Mark Wahlberg. I was trying to see if that was a, if that would work. It did. That was a, one of those yeah. keywords. Yep. Uh Tom, yes. You uh did you did you write some kind of article about this film recently? Well, I've wrote up a review on my blogs that we'll talk about later on. Uh because uh, I I didn't read it, I'm sorry, but I didn't expect you to. Uh, mostly because I like the live interaction that we get here. Yeah. Rather yeah. than I knowing all of your opinions and saying, okay, you don't know good. all of my opinions. I didn't tell you what I thought of Naomi Watts. Did you think of her? Um, she was fine. Okay. Yeah, she did well. Okay, yeah. so where are you going with this? 
because you you famously have a website called the Oscar Buzz, yeah, or something, right? How, yeah. what's, is that the title? Yeah, that's the full title. Yeah. Uh, what What do you think the chances are of this film getting an Oscar? Because I know that in uh, in years past or at some point, you you said something about the way that Oscars are trending now is that best pictures are going towards movies about like show business or about movies. Well, that was kind of debunked with 12 Years a Slave, but mm-hmm. like the King's Speech was about audios and learning to be a performer. The Artist was about literally being a performer. And Argo was about how movies save uh, the world. Yeah. So I would assume this stands a good chance, even though, I don't know, I'm, I haven't really thought too far ahead of it. I do think it's going to be a strong contender for... A lot of the categories, like, came away thinking Emma Stone actually stood a chance when I didn't think she had one. Michael Keaton, eh, but he's probably going to get it. Ali G. Iñárritu is probably going to get Best Director because the Oscars seem to be really into rewarding people who actually try something interesting with the camera, like mm-hmm. with Gravity last year and all those funny takes. Almost just sanctifying Gravity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tuck that one away. I'm going to use that code word at some point. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be a strong presence. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the, the director of this film also did... Uh, he did Babel. Yeah. Mm. Uh, pretty famously. 21 Grams. Also with Naomi Watts. About the soul. Yep. How much the soul weighs. Amora Sean Paris. Penn in that film? Yep. And Channing Tatum. And uh, Jonah Hill. Was in 21 Grams. Oh, Jesus H. Criminy. <laughs> Okay. When did they make 22 grams? That's the one I wanted to see. <laughs> Tom is on a roll. Yep. Jesus Christ. Uh, Amoris Peros. Which one's that again? Uh, you know, sp- sp- Spanish language. That one's unique to me, and I'll tell you why. Ooh. Uh, there is a song that a lot of people enjoy, I'm sure, called... Uh, I forgot what it's called. <laughs> but it's like a song from the 60s. It's, it's by Mara? the Animals or by the Hollies or someone. Okay. Uh, and it was on that the soundtrack for that film. Mm-hmm. And every time we would play on Pandora, and I, this is when I was listening to Pandora because I was working at Barnes & Noble at the Nook station, and I'd play Pandora on there. It was always specifically the version from that soundtrack, huh. which was just so weird. It's like a bunch of 60s album art you see, and then all of a sudden, the, just the cover of Amos Peros. Mm-hmm. Did, did Amos Peros ever get famous? Amoros Peros? <laughs> yeah. Did, I mean, yeah. Is it, was it famous, Amoros Peros? Got an Oscar nomination. I don't know what you're trying to play <laughs> right now. Play, it sounds kind of like Amos, <laughs> who was very famous. What? I like his cookies. <laughs> you have lost me, sir. Talking about cookies. Yeah, but it sounds nothing like Amos. Uh, Amoros. Amos. First three letters, same, and Amos only has four I can buy Ambrosia letters. before I can buy Amos. Famous Ambrosia. That works, too. Wait, What? Don't worry about it. He did Bootiful? So, yeah, I'm just now reading for the first time, I think, the description of the film Bootiful? Beautiful? However you want to pronounce this? Uh, I have Kansa. It's, it's about a, it's, it's The way it's described is insane. This is the story of Uxbal, a man, <laughs> a man living in this world. We're white guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> Our pronunciation is not strong. A man, a man living in this world, but able to see his death, which guides his every move. That sounds insane. Like the dead zone. Mm. Uh, but I will, I will say, uh, compared to... I've seen Amoris Peros, and I've seen Babel and 21 Grams. Uh, so I've seen most of 
the f- films that are known. I don't. I've only these seen other ones, I think, are just yeah. shorts. So, what do you think of Ali G and your E two? Uh, you know, I liked I liked uh, Twenty One Grams a lot. Yeah, who's uh, in that with Sean Penn? Sean Penn, Naomi Watts, at least two other people. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I get that one mixed up with some Samuel L. Jackson drug movie that also has numbers in the title. Unbreakable Formula. Fifty-one. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that was on TV once, and I kept thinking that was twenty-one grams. That's insane. Benicio de Toro. Oh, honeymoon. <laughs> good, good. Um, but I like twenty-one grams uh, a lot. It it the way that it ties the the whole the subjects together, I thought was really good. Uh, Babel was one that I thought didn't work as well. Babel with, came free with my HD DVD player many years there's ago. There's a reason why. <laughs> uh, about only one of the stories that it tells is any good. Mm. Have, did you never you never, never dabbled in Babel? It. Never dabbled in Babel. Okay. Uh, and Amoris Paris I liked a lot. Uh, it's it's I think it's more of a downer, uh, if memory serves me correctly. But but that's you know that was a that was a goodie. So I don't know why I haven't seen Beautiful. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, guy, Harvey Bardem an Oscar nomination. Yeah, that's a, that was also why I was asking you about Oscars because uh, if if he's able to get an Oscar for his actor back then, like you know, so usually he's been getting nominations since the first one. Yeah, usually directors are really if they do it once, they can do it again. Yep, and they just keep doing it. Just talk to M Night Shyamalan, doing it and doing it, and doing it right. But tucking that away. they <laughs> in the file. Uh, anything else on on Birdman? Besides, I mean, I think I'd just say go see it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's delightful yeah. uh, and and exciting. Yeah, I wasn't as wild about the third act as you guys were. I thought when it began getting a little too over the top, it was just not as interesting, and I wasn't really caring about, oh, it's a long take, ooh, how did they do that? I don't know why. I was just kind of out of it when they began adding all this visuals. Hey, look, there's a mechanical bird on the roof. Wow. I like mechanical birds. That was that scene was insane, and I loved it. I liked that one a lot. I it, was confused I, and kind of out of it. <laughs> I thought it kind of in that moment, like it revitalized everything that because that was a. I feel like that scene was like a real good peek into what Michael Keaton, like what he saw, what his character saw for like the future of Birdman, and what yeah he was like. This is I could be doing this, yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, and like even like in a film structure wise, like that would probably be about that moment in that Birdman 4 where that scene would be happening. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot going on. Yeah. I can see myself. Oh, and I just I also have to point out there's a, a moment late in the film where the camera lingers on an empty hallway. And even that was exciting. I just <laughs> even that just really got me going. I was like, god, this movie's really like it's not messing around. We're just right. looking at an empty hallway right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was the scene with the theater ghost. Only only certain members of the audience could see it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Were you one of them? I'll never tell. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's really good. I just don't know. The ending's too ridiculous for me and kind of takes away from it. All right. Uh, I also think if you're going to this film thinking that... Um, you're going to be seeing a lot of Birdman. I mean, you're going to be a little uh, sadly yeah. mistaken. You'll be hearing a lot of Birdman. I mean, you'll be hearing a lot of him. Uh, you see him a little bit. Uh, I mean, he's a presence. He's kind of like a like a specter on the film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he fills space. He's a Phil specter. Uh, well, I just... Look, I, I know someone who was disappointed because in the film There Will Be Blood, there wasn't enough blood for him. <laughs> who was that? 
I don't want to say on the podcast. Write them out. Name I names. Want, I don't want to say. Uh, you now or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? Uh, he doesn't listen, but I don't want to. I don't want to, I don't want to do it to say him. That. So I'll tell you later. So was it Steve? Check check out Birdman. I didn't think yeah. of a name that no, that we don't know a person with that name. Good good. <laughs> uh, <it> Bill. <laughs> we really don't know any Bills. Reagan. I know we post no Bills. I know that. Hey, it <laughs> Bill Stickers is innocent. There we go. What what was the, the thing that prompted Bill Stickers was innocent? <laughs> Bill Stickers will be persecuted. Okay, what prosecuted. Are, what are Bill Stickers? Well, persecuted certainly not. That's you can't come out and say that. <laughs> what are that's a British thing though, right? Uh, probably. All right. Bill it's Stickers like, mind is your step, la- laddie. <laughs> that's what the sign says, right? Mind the gap. Excuse yeah. you. Then where was I? Where the sign said, mind your step, laddie. I, I don't know. Oh, maybe it was saying, mind your step ladder. Some kind of... We all had step ladders some that we had to watch out. you had. Good step ladder. <laughs> you drink a pint of Bovril and pass out and, and imagine that, I think, is what happened to you. Yep. Uh, it sounded like a good time. So Our kid had been lassie, and he just read it as deeds. True. So I, I think the review's done. We're all... Yeah. We're all we're all good here. How about you? That was one long cut for that review, by the way. No edits in there. <laughs> uh, that's true. So, Tom, why don't you tell me what's coming out new in theaters this weekend? All right. New in theaters this week, we have Nightcrawler, Before I Go to Sleep, ABCs of Death 2, Horns. That was it. Are you, were you miming all the things? Just horns. Oh, okay. Because I, I only looked up you for looked the up, horns, yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to know what Nightcrawler was. I honestly <laughs> wanted to know what your attempt... I did the game that Charlie and uh, Frank play on It's Always Sunny Philadelphia, and you'll never know, because you didn't look. I, I don't know if I've watched that episode. There's a whole thing where they keep talking about this game they play at night called Nightcrawlers, but it's oh, never revealed what the game actually right. is. Right, now I remember that. Okay. Uh, before we play Guess the Ending... Uh, <laughs> I'm turning into, Alan, into Paul Tompkins' Alan Thicke. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, let's thank... Sorry. Let's thank uh, Silent Partner, because they made the song Sophomore Makeout, which mm. is our theme song. You can get that and more at the YouTube Audio Library. At the YouTube Audio Library? YouTube has an audio library. <laughs> they, they've gone crazy. Since they released that album <laughs> yeah. for free on the on the Apple iTunes iPod store... Yeah. Uh, they've just they've just been releasing stuff constantly. <laughs> so just yeah. go to youtube.tv yeah. slash audio library. Give them the real website. <laughs> I don't know. YouTube.com slash audio fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's not right either. But if you just Google YouTube audio library, you'll find uh, YouTube has provided... Are you saying bees? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bees.com. So, <laughs> our logo... Uh, was provided by Justin Kizan. Mm. You can find him on Agents of Guard. That's agentsofguard.com. And you can find me on Agents of Guard. I write uh, a weekly thing called Got Ham. You can find me on Agents of Guard sometimes, too. Yeah. You can l- find me reading your stuff. Good. Uh, you can also find Justin uh, Justin uh, on Agents of Guard. He writes um, typically a, uh, a weekly what's coming out in theaters piece, and I like reading those. Hmm. He has some insights. Nice. Uh... What's next? Oh, look at that. We're both here. Hey. Uh, must be the money. 
That's something I triggered myself. <laughs> I don't even know how you got there. Uh, if you like podcasts and you like me and you like Matt Benson, that's me. Then you'll probably like Shut Up Leonard. Yeah, uh, which is a podcast that we do about community. Hashtag Watch Community. Well, hashtag Six Seasons in a Movie. Hashtag well, Rent the First Three Seasons. Hashtag Community Lives On. They, get, they might have too many button. hashtags. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag rent the first three seasons. Hashtag butt soup. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> uh, your negativity in what? my house. For three seasons, it was perfection. Yeah, for three seasons, and then a break, and then another season of perfection. That's what I say. That's what I so, say. So, it was off and on that whole season. You're off and on. If you like that show... I already knew that. You'll probably like the podcast. <laughs> uh, every episode of the podcast focuses on an episode of the show. And in fact, uh, all of our season two episodes are out. Yeah. And next week, we will have our season two wrap-up Let's episode. Let's count down the top five seasons we have done so far. <laughs> top five seasons? Coming down at number five. Season four. Four, yeah. <laughs> Coming in at number four. Season Ooh. three, only because we haven't reviewed it yet. Technically. I mean, yeah, technically. Coming in at number three... <laughs> I mean, for me, it might be, it might be, it might be Maybe five. Maybe just you, but might, for you, it might be five. I might agree with you. See, you yeah. rank it at the but lowest. But then our last two are are flipped because you definitely are a season. Oh well, because your well, season three is my favorite, but we haven't revealed refuted refuted that. Yeah. Well, because then then for me it would be one then two. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Technically, out of everything we've done, yeah. Otherwise, in another order, it might be for me three is number one. Well, yeah, same here. Three yeah. is number one. Wait, you agree that three is number one? Well, I thought you were at number two. After guy. we watch it, and then we'll see. See, you even rank it the lowest. Yeah, but it's like uh, it, it's like it's the lowest of all perfect things. It means it's the least perfect. So technically, only technically. It's like with with the uh, Edgar Wright films. Yeah, Hot Fuzz is the lowest technically. That's uh, insane. No, it's uh, the that was fifth. like a reaction that you could trigger for me. No, every the, time you say that, I'm going to say. Even though you knew it was, you had to have known. I it was know, coming. I know. You've no, said no, it to me multiple times. No, no, no. Fistful of fingers is lowest. Well, okay, settle down, Tom. No one, not, not everyone can buy the forty-five dollar VHS that I bought. I to didn't. Watch that. I did. You downloaded it illegally, you criminal. But I gave it back afterwards. <laughs> I bought. I have. The, I have a fistful of fingers VHS in my house right now as we speak. Yeah. If I could remember the, um, what was her name? There, there was a singer who did a song called "Criminal." If I could remember the words to that, I would have sang it when you Fiona said Apple? Criminal. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> I used to know that song. <laughs> Listen, I love Hot Fuzz. I submit that I love Hot Fuzz more than you do. It's just that I, I love Shaun of the Dead. Way more than you do, and I love the world's insane. end way more than you do. That's crazy. Quite about Scott Pilgrim. I love it war, war We've gone more on than a crazy dollars. tangent, but to bring How it many back times to juicy Scott Pilgrim to theater. community. For me, it was six. To bring it back to community, I, I faded out. I didn't pay attention to any of that. <laughs> it's not none of it was important. <laughs> shut none up! Of it was important at Shut Up Pod on Twitter. Yeah, uh, ShutUpLeonard dot com or BenviewNetwork com slash Shut Up Leonard. Shut Up Leonard podcast at gmail dot com for all your questions and answers that will come from us. Actually, it's Shut Up Leonard podcast. That's what I said. Oh, okay. What did you say? Shut Up Leonard podcast. Yep. Good, Tom. At right. gmail dot com. So let's get busy with this stuff. Um. As I mentioned earlier, I write for the Oscar Buzz, and that's the oscarbuzz.blogspot.com. I talk about all sorts of Oscars, Academy Award news, and what's going to be hit, what's not going to be a hit, and um, I try to do that fairly frequently, like almost every day or every other day or something. Also write at optograb.org about movies, TV, music, pop culture, whatever. I currently recap um, what is it? 
Bob's Burgers, if it ever comes on, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and American Horror Story. Those are big ones I review. I also write at readwave.com about similar subject matter on Mondays and Wednesdays. And um, I also now write at rantlifestyle.com almost every day about movies, TVs. I've written a few things about foods and soldiers, so I'm keeping myself busy there. And I also write short stories now. And on Amazon, Smashwords, or any Google site, you can currently find But Dad Never Listen to Danny Brown for one ninety nine. It's somewhere out there, and I promise I'll have more out around the first week of November sometime. So keep an eye out for that, and I hope you like it. Nice. Uh, go to com. Check out all the shows on there. Uh, recently added to the network, Flagons and Dragons. It's a show about Dungeons and Dragons and microbrews. Uh, check that out. It's good stuff. What about macro brews? Nope. No, it's it's about micro Bruce, like when Bruce Willis gets shrunken in the oh, classic Bruce film Campbell? Honey, I Shrunk the Bruce. Oh, or Bruce Campbell. There's many, mi- there's many micro Bruce. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bruce Valanche? <laughs> yep. Sometimes he gets shrunk. He's still a little bigger than the other Bruce's. That was a uh, he, fat he joke. Famously, <laughs> Bruce Valanche famously cameoed on Inch High Private Eye. <laughs> little known fact. What is that? <laughs> Shut me down. <laughs> you just shut down my brain. What is inch high private? We don't have time for that song. <laughs> that is a can of worms we cannot open. Look it up on your own time, but it's a great show. Um, oh, boy. Go to BetMeNetwork.com. Check out Popsicles. Check out Matt and Wrestling Show. Check out Shut I think that's picking up while you're hitting. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's D-R Matt Benson. Uh, is there any periods in there? No. Not a one. So how do you would... know it's not DRM? Could be. Could DRM, be DRM, AT&T, Benson. Benson. Rights Dramat Benson. At Benson? Yeah. Digital rights management. At, at Benson. At, no, no, no. AT&T. Oh, you got it's the Dr. M. Matt Benson, and I feel that we're confusing people. Go to the YouTube public music library. Uh, you know what's interesting? I just changed my Twitter name. To? Podcaster Andrew. Nice. Uh, so it's easier to find, I think. <laughs> uh, so check that out. Um, where are we? Oh, vote for us on Podcast Land. That's a website. Just go to there. Uh, Benview Network, you already said the thing. Our Twitter, at Benview Network. At Benview Network. Uh, and then the personal website for this podcast is nevpodcast.com or on Twitter, at nevpodcast, or email us, nevpodcast at gmail.com. All right. It's now time for Guess the Ending. You'll never guess how it ends. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought you were going to do a backup vocal. Sometimes oh. you do like a weird... I, you do, I danced you know, this time. Yeah, you danced. You gotta Just do the real. backup vocal. What do you guys send the ending to? You never wrote it in. Time will tell. Well, I mean, if you're Nightcrawler, you're first. Why does that have to stand? We go in the order that they are listed here. I don't care for that. I'm doing Nightcrawler. <laughs> okay, Nightcrawler. This film was directed by Dan Gilroy. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Rene Russo, a 90s favorite, Bill Paxton, and Anne McDaniels. The plot line here, a young man stumbles upon the underground world of Los Angeles freelance crime journalism. Okay, so you got Jake Gyllenhaal. He's got a bit of a screw loose. He's skinnier than he usually is. His eyes are looking big. That's, he's not 
Edward, he's not the scream. <laughs> he's not the painting, the scream, which is what Andrew was just my. My go to was Marty Feldman. I like that. Um, and he's he's looking to get into journalism. His morals are a little shaky. He doesn't really. He's, he doesn't have a lot of scruples. Uh. <laughs> this is for no one but me. <laughs> I'm acting out my words. <laughs> um. So he starts, you know, he starts, he's filming crimes, he's going around fel- finding crimes <laughs> and filming that they both did an old-timey camera. Uh, he's going, he's finding crimes, he's filming dead bodies, he's not giving it to the, te- to the, to the detectives. Um, and then he gets a hot tip uh, <laughs> uh, about this uh, serial killer up in Canada. So he goes to get some footage of him for, for, for the news, and he's not going to turn him in or anything, he just wants footage of the crime. Uh, he's talking to this guy. Uh, this, this guy is very eloquent. They have a nice conversation. <laughs> that was more yelling than eloquence, but uh, I, I liked it nonetheless, Tom. <laughs> um, they're having a nice conversation. Uh, this man offers uh, 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 Jake Gyllenhaal some tea. He drinks it. It turns out, oh, no, it's drugged. He passes out. When he wakes up, he finds uh, that his leg is no longer attached to his body uh the man gives him some some story about a brown recluse spider biting the leg and it had to be amputated before the poison spread um he 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 wants to see his phone so he can make some calls to get the hell out of there but uh the phone is 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 not given to him Uh, and then over the course of a while uh he's drugged again he's knocked out again uh some surgeries are performed on on young jake gyllenhaal when he wakes up he finds that this man has transformed him into a giant worm to be used as bait for giant fish, he has been turned into a night crawler. End of film. Oh, and then there's some weird editing choices in the second half that, that kind of ruins it. All right, thanks. Clever, <laughs> clever <laughs> listeners will know what I was doing there. Yeah, yeah I think even the not clever ones. <laughs> All right. We'll catch on. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. All right, then it's up to me. Before I go to sleep... A woman wakes up every day, remembering nothing as a result of a traumatic accident in her past. One day, new terrifying truths emerged that forced her to question everyone around her. Let's see, here's this lady, and she's uh, waking up one day. She has her coffee, but the coffee tastes different. I think it's because um, she wants black, but she gets Irish, so... She talks to her daughter. It's like, hey, man, what's going on? Why is this coffee Irish? It's like, um, we ran out of black stuff. And um, so from there, she begins to panic because she loves the black stuff. And um, she begins to jitters, and she can't focus at work. And it becomes a big problem. Her uh, boss thinks she's all tweaked out, even though she hasn't reflected any drug behavior in the past. And so... Um, she goes to sleep the next night because she's just jittery as fuck. And um, when she wakes up, she doesn't remember it because uh, her energy is so zapped because she can't remember anything. And that continues for a few days. Suddenly, she begins to remember something because she pulled an all-nighter because guess what? She got the black stuff back. And um, she realized, hey, Mom, what are you doing? It's like... I'm drinking the black stuff. It's like, you know you've been up for two days? And um, so basically, she begins to wonder, hmm, what's going on? Why do I keep forgetting everything? And it turns out that she's all these different sentients and clones or something. And so basically, one of them likes the black stuff, one of them likes Irish, and one of them likes um, 
What's a what's a good other flavor? Uh, maple leaf. Um, so from there, from there, she decides to confront the clones, and it realizes that they all share a chip that they transfer from one to another because the inventor was too lazy to make more than one. So basically, that's what happens, and suddenly there's a whole town of forgetful, sleepy people who drink coffee. No one questions anything, but she gets fired, and things move on from there. So before she goes to sleep, she shoots her brains out. Whoa. Well, I was just trying to see how far I can go with... <laughs> yeah, Benson was, was miming. I took over miming duties. <laughs> All right, here I go. I've got horns. Uh, director Al- Alexandra Aha. Uh, starring Daniel Radcliffe, Juno Temple, Heather Graham, Sabrina Carpenter. In the aftermath of his girlfriend's mysterious death, a young man awakens to strange horns sprouting from his temples. Is <clears throat> All right, Juno so, Temple? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, so he wakes up. Uh, well, you know, all that stuff happens. And so he's trying to live his life, and uh, he's, he's under some scrutiny because, uh, you know, they think maybe he did it. And uh, then one day he wakes up because he 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 hears like a like a weird like noise, and he's like, "What is this? What is this weird noise? I don't understand." So he goes out, you know, he just throws on whatever, and he's like trying to go to work real quick because he doesn't want to have to deal with there's some media frenzy going outside. He puts a hood on and he puts on all this stuff, and he goes running to his work, and he gets to work, and uh, you know he works in like a generic office job, so he's able to go to his cubicle with nobody bothers him on his way there, and. Uh, He's doing his work, and then he hears that weird noise again. He's like, what is that? Why does it sound like a... Is there a parade today? What's happening? And so then he, he sticks his head out of his cubicle, and, and, and someone else is clearly hearing the noise, too. They stick their head out. They look at him, and they just scream. They let out the craziest, loudest scream. And he goes, what? what? Do you hear it, too? And they're like, yeah, the, the horns. He's like, yeah, the, I hear horns. I hear them. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> They're sticking out of your head. And so he has, you know, like trumpets, like horns. Yeah, a horn section. A horn section <laughs> coming out of his head. It's like that anime. There's an anime? Where guitars came out of people's heads. Is that uh, FLCL? I think it might be. Fickle? Or Fooly Cooly, as the people in I the think, know call it? Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's the one. You know, I didn't know that. <laughs> but somewhere in my brain, I did. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so and then it's actually a story about how he goes on to become a very uh, great and respected uh, band leader. Huh. He learns how to control the horn section. He, uh, That's nice. you know, he goes on a tour. Uh, he gets special recognition, you know, from the president, and you know, it all turns out nice for him actually. Yeah. And then they find out that you know the girlfriend was killed by just a random serial killer because that's you know that's life. Maybe she turned into a nightcrawler. <laughs> yeah, she did go to Canada it's for tour, some reason. Right? <laughs> so we found another one of your words. <laughs> What? It's tour. Tour? You said tour. Tour, yeah. Like Tor Ekman. They went on a tour. <laughs> they went on a tour. It was a world tour. A three tour. hour tour. No. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Three hour tour. I was thinking of Tor Johnson, a plan nine from our face fame. I was thinking of Tor Sten Vogues, who was the tall guy in the Big Lebowski. I was thinking on how bands go on tour to make money. Tour. Get this fucking guy yeah, out of here. It's a tour. Thank you. <clears throat> you know, like sewer. Tour. Well, not. All right. <laughs> what are you going to do to her? I mean, kind of. You got to rock her. That's what you got to do. <laughs> All right, rock so her gently. Rock her. I, no, I barely met her. 
If any of those endings are correct. Which uh, they all are. Yeah, of course. Please send us an email, nvpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, before I forget, we got to end the guessing. Yeah, that's what time it is. Oh, boy. Time to end the guessing. I had to do it real quick. I, th- I saw some of those endings <laughs> coming right at us. Uh, so we've ended the guessing. Mm-hmm. If they're correct, email us. Uh, thanks for listening. This has been episode 204 uh, of Nerd's Eye View. Is that what the show's called? Yeah. 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 Am I Andrew? Yeah. Are you who? Benson. And who are you? Tom. Cool. So before I go to sleep, uh, I'm going to grow some horns. Good night, everybody. Good luck. There's a button here to, to put a mark so when I start the actual show, I'll press that button and I'll know. It's, it's like edit point. This is edit point. I have an edit point button now. Cough button. Maybe? You know, yeah, it's called. Almost. We're very close to a cough button. The technology is here. Just need to figure out how to implement it. Just, just throw your head away and cough. You people. Uh, you know, this, these microphones. This expensive stuff. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.